Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Seeking out new places, we discover Twitter spaces. Here comes hysterics hindsight. Hello, Ward. Eric. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. You know, it's a little little hectic here at the Roberts household. We have... Uh, Miss Sheila over, so you may hear some uh, piano, some ukulele, and some singing in the background by my children. Oh, all right. And is Miss Sheila the neighbor? She is the music teacher. She okay. is uh, she's over from Highland Park and uh, doing what she does. But it's in home now because her daughter has a tutor at home on Tuesday afternoon. So, you know, we'll just roll with it. We host now. Maybe Miss Sheila, with your kids, can put together a um, version of the hysterics theme song you know uh i like that idea i don't know if we pay her enough to uh have to do that but i'll try i'll try yeah i mean you do what you can uh i uh have a much uh more calm existence over here i have lit up a cigar that i'm going to consider a victory cigar for my st louis cardinals who have won 16 in a row and the attempt at 17 in a row starts tonight in uh, in about 45 minutes, I think. So we may have to cut this one short so I can go watch the game. But I got it on in the background. I'm enjoying the cigar, and I want to talk about Indiana University. Well, there's, you know, there's always something to talk about. We got, we're in the middle of a tumultuous football season. We're still getting news every day about what Woody has up his sleeve. We've got uh, Noah Clowney. We're all kind of with bated breath on, on that news, whether it comes sooner or later. There's there's always stuff to talk about. Where do you want to start? Um, how about Media Day? We didn't talk about it on our podcast. Um, did you get a chance to watch Woody or, or read the transcript? I like, read the transcript, yes. So I watched, got a chance to watch it all today. Um, you know, I think everybody that, that follows Indiana has gone through and like seen what everybody has to say about it. Obviously, there was the... I think some highlights were him talking about Christian Lander's improvement. For sure. Which, which you and I have talked about off uh, air, which we are hearing as well, that, that Christian is making some strides and showing some of that talent that, uh, that everyone knew he had. It was starting to come to the forefront, which is great. Uh, you know, he talked about the, being happy with the defense. But you know one thing I wanted to talk about that I don't think gets has not gotten a lot of attention and maybe we can try to get this gentleman on the show but when coach Woody was talking about his staff he of course mentioned Kenya and Yah and Dane but he also mentioned Armand Hill who we know has 
the greatest nickname in the history of nicknames. He does. Please share it with the hysterics out here. You go ahead. His nickname is Money. (laughs) I mean, like, do you know how much of a stud you have to be for your nickname to be Money? Well, and that's that's a nickname that came with him from the NBA, where yeah. you're like, oh, there's there's 147 guys in the NBA that could lay claim to that, but he got it. He got money, and you know he's not an assistant coach, um, but he is on the staff. And everything that we have heard, and we've had the pleasure of meeting him a couple times. Uh, first of all, he's just the nicest guy in the world. Just super nice. I got to meet him in the Bahamas and hang out with him a little bit. Um, he enjoyed a cigar, which I thought was great. Immediately and really, is on your good side. Totally. And enjoyed the cigar. Um, but just very calm. Like you can tell why Coach Woody likes him so much. He just, he never seems to get sped up. He's just very calm, very even keel. Obviously has seen everything that could possibly happen in the game of basketball and surrounding it when especially when it comes to like you know player management when you're in the NBA for that long and he is and and Woody made mention of this he's the only guy on the staff on a day in and day out basis that Woody knows it's and, true and it kind of got uh I, I don't know I didn't read the transcript I just listened to it so I don't know how it got kind of um, communicated via a transcript because he was a little bit like talking over himself and, and kind of like not completing sentences fully, you know, just talking casually. But he, he talked about that, that like with all the other staff that was there, he didn't, uh, cha- uh, Dog Cheney is chasing a possum. That's oh, happening. I, I thought he was just pumped that we were finally talking about money. Yeah, he might be. Um, but he's the only guy in this entire staff, Dane, Kenya, Yasir, Thad Mata, Brian Walsh, Benny Sander, you know, um, even Scott Dolson to a certain level, who clearly Woody knows a little bit, but was not extremely close to. Armand Hill is the only guy that Woody has a close, trusting relationship with. And he is an important piece of the puzzle here and doesn't get a lot of uh, attention because he's not a full assistant coach. But with the new rules that have been passed, you know, he it's can huge. get involved a lot more than, than he could have in the past. Well, and it's, he's bringing all that experience, expertise uh, to the floor. Literally now he can do that because of the new rules, as can Thad Mata, which is very exciting. But when you think about Woody, and, and as he said, you know, he's been in Bloomington forever. He never really left. He's come back a lot over the years. But when... You know, I think we all have that person we need to like when the day is done and everybody goes home and you just got to be totally yourself and to be able to totally let your guard down and really talk about what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you're hoping, what you're worried about. That's his guy. That's his guy when when it's, you know, uh, uh, he's trying to make sense of all these new people around him. And, and even just the college basketball game in 2021, here's a guy who can, if nothing else, empathize with him of like, yeah, man, we're, we're playing a different game now. Uh, you're totally right. Uh, I would say he is his consigliere. No better way to put it. It's, it's right? not only a reference 
to our failed election campaign, but also to your favorite, <laughs> your favorite movies of all time. Yeah, I, I mean, I just think I was glad that he brought his name up. His name hasn't gotten mentioned publicly. And, uh, and he's a big part of what's happening at Indiana right now. And you're right, we've got, uh, uh, look who just popped on. Hey, Ward, look who's here. Hold on, let's just get him on already. I the mean, one, the only. Let's see if he accepts. I mean, it could be one of those where they pop on, they realize we're talking about them, and then they get the hell out and hope that nobody's the wiser. Yeah, we need like a code word. So uh, they don't get, oh, oh, he accepted. Lady, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Hysterics Hand Hindsight, one of our favorite people in the world, Coach Kenya Hunter. Applause, applause, applause. Kenya, are you there? Hit that mic button, Kenya. Um, you're on mute. You're on mute. I'm here. There he is. <laughs> there he is. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right for, uh, what is it, Tuesday? Yeah, it's just yeah. Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Actually, a day off today, and we got to uh, prepare for practice tomorrow. First official practice. Can't wait. Oh, tomorrow Ooh. is the first one? The first official day. Now, will anything change between what you've been doing and what you will do tomorrow? Do you expect any differences? Uh, Yeah, just uh, some of the drills and stuff, breakdowns. You got more time. Because now we're allowed twenty hours a week, nice eight hours. So it'd be a little longer for the guys. So excited about it, though. First, we day. Are, we are excited. I do have a question for you based on the media day appearance by Coach Mike Woodson uh, that happened this week, um, and this is something that has not been brought up to you. I don't think. I believe that. I believe that virtually every time that Coach Woody refers to you. He calls you Kenyan Hunter. <laughs> Am I hearing things or is this true? No, that, that's true. I think he, uh, he does it on purpose, though. He does? He has, he has different names for everyone on staff. I like that he's trolling you publicly, like just passing Dane it off. Dane is like Dan. Dane is Dan. Brian is... Uh, uh, no, Brian, Brian, he calls uh, Brian and Ben, you know, he, yeah. he really pronunciates the names. So, yeah. <laughs> and what about, we did hear him on our podcast, he referred to Coach Rosemont, Coach Yah, as Coach Rose, which I've never Coach heard Rose. anybody from that, that is That is Coach Rose, that is exactly right. So. Yeah, we both we both had to take a double take on that one. But look, before you jumped on here, we were talking about the man who goes by the nickname Money. I was wondering if you might share a little insight onto to what uh, Coach Armand is bringing to the table for for not only the players but for for you as uh, as the coaches as well. Oh man, every day is uh, it, it's a blessing. Honestly, Coach Money and Coach uh, Mata having them here just because they've uh, they've seen a lot of basketball. And so I think our guys, you know, enjoy it because, you know, just his knowledge of the game. I think that's one of the reasons why he's on staff with coach. Um, you know, he's a confidant for him, 
you know, because he knows his system. You know, they've been together for a long time. So, no, it's uh, Coach Money. He uh, it, It's good. Now, you got to ask Coach about how he got the nickname Money. I don't know exactly how that came about. Oh, that's good. We do need – we need to get Coach Money on the show and ask you him. You do? You do? You do? Yeah. He's a good one to talk to because he has a lot of stories like Coach just because, uh, you know, he's seen the best of the best as far as, you know, being in the NBA for so long. And, um, you know, he has a lot of stories. So you got to get that. You got to get yeah. him on. Let's get Coach Money on. We got I mean, you, you got to be – like Ward was saying it before. When you come from the NBA and your nickname is Money, you got – I mean, you got some swag, right? You got some juice. He does. He has a lot of juice. He has but he's also juice. very quiet. Like, I noticed this about you and Coach Woody and Money. You're all very even-keeled people, the opposite of me and Ward. Uh, no, not well, – I think if you – you know, you – we rattle the cage need on, on purpose, you know what I'm saying? We need be, mm -hmm. you know, not, not, you know, we're kind of easy going until something is not right. So, um, well, that that's like my dad. Then, <laughs> then when he finally yelled, it like, it terrified me. Exactly. Right. When you raise your voice, everyone listens. Cause that's not really in your nature. Right. My, my dad raised his voice all the time. It was scary as hell every time. <laughs> I mean, it was just scary as hell. You never knew what implement was going to come with it. Yeah, you're exactly right. That's old school, though. Can't that talk. is. That's that old. is old school. I like when people that are old school talk about when their parents used to grab a switch. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I've had some of those switches. I can tell you that, right? My, my mom would grab the wooden spoon, right? She'd, <laughs> she'd smack my ass with that wooden spoon up until the day when she finally broke that wooden spoon on my ass and I laughed at her, and the wooden spoon has been gone ever since. Uh, Ward, one time, my mom, who is the sweetest human being in the world, like she really is, this total sweetness, opposite of me, and she got so mad at me, she took a wooden spatula and hit me in the face with it. <laughs> so that's what happened to your face. <laughs> Kenya, does it surprise you that someone would get so mad at me that they would want to hit me with a spatula in the no, face? No, it all doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Kenya, um, do you know what number, like what what season number are you going into as a college coach? Is this like number Ooh. 20 for you? Uh, no, go a little higher. I, really? Yeah, my first assistant coaching job was in 1998. So how many oh years? God. So 23 years? 23. Yeah, so, Mike, look, uh, we've had the pleasure of talking to you. You get passionate when you talk about basketball. You get passionate when you talk about players and development. And, and um, it just seems like that fire still burns in you. Has it changed at all for you? Do you still get excited when each season is like first day of official practice tomorrow? What's that like for you? Yeah, every year is like, uh, you know, a new beginning. You know, and mm -hmm. so uh, the excitement, the build up, you know, all the things that you've, you know, have tried to work on from the summer going into fall workouts uh, now is is getting close. Winter is coming and you know what happens when winter is coming, you know, college yeah. hoops, basketball and, you know, it's an exciting, fun time. And just to see, you know, obviously the progression of your team, 
you know, uh, is very important. And, um, you know, it's a good time of the year. So, you know, guys get excited about it. And, you know, we got Hoosier Hysteria coming. You yes. Know, that's, that's fun and new, exciting, you know, and they get a chance to see the team, you know. So not uh, only that, Kenya, but, you know, you and I talked about this a, a little bit, but it seems like you've been at Indiana for 40 years because you've made such an <laughs> impact already. And we, we feel like we know you. Um, but this is the first time that you get to walk into Assembly Hall with fans there. Yes, I'm excited about it, man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, we, we may uh, come out, you know, uh, shoot the intros. I don't know what we're supposed to come out to, but. You know, I'm excited about it. I heard. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Damn thing in Indiana. You know, so if you're trying to see which song we're gonna pick out, yes, but you gotta what what song would be your play on song? (laughs) Uh, Something old school. I don't know. Like Uh, what? What we? What genre? I can't give that. I can't give that up because you know. Then you know the excitement of it's the build up. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Everybody can't wait to hear what your song is. Everybody's no, dying. They, they well, need look. to know what Coach Woody's coming out to. That's Ooh. Mm. Well, we kind of know. It's going to be a slow Kenny G Kenny ballad. G. Kenny G. <laughs> no, Kenny G. <laughs> it, it will be slow. I can there, tell you that. <laughs> there, 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 I have to make a slight correction. Coach, you have played. Yeah, uh, you have true. coached an assembly hall as an opposing coach. We're not going to uh, bring that up, Ward. Come on. Yeah, I know. Well, look, it's that's, a happy memory for you more than it is yeah, for us. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't, you know, <laughs> don't want to be boastful. We, yeah, I, you know, I just, you know, I'm just excited to be coaching with the Hoosiers, you know? Yeah, yeah. Those, those fans will be, cheer, will be cheering with you instead of against you. But I, I, I want to... I want to put you on the spot because you, you've you've coached for some good teams and some good coaches with good players. But I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you straight up: Is this the most talented roster you've entered a season with? Oof, and that's kind of tough. Now, it, um, in the last eight years, yeah, when I actually took my first job at Georgetown mm. in eight. Uh, we were loaded. That's, you know, actually yeah. number three in the country at the time. So, got it. Uh, Roy Hibbert, um, Patrick Ewan Jr. was on that team. Yeah, yeah. Dewan Summers, Chris Wright, Austin. Fr- we had we had a loaded team. So okay, uh, so next year will be the most talented <laughs> team. <laughs> yes, <laughs> hopefully so. Hopefully so. But uh, no, is this is. Uh, by far, you know, the, the like I said, the last several years, you know, is is definitely the most talent that we've had, and I I think the 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 exciting thing is that we got a mixture of older guys with some younger guys, and I, I think uh, the older guys really have a point to prove this year, um, and uh, the chemistry. I think a lot of guys are talking about it. I just think those guys are, you know, they're coming together and they're working hard together. So you know. Um, you know, obviously we expect the best, you know, um, but I, I think it's, you know, we're putting ourselves in position, you know, uh, to have a good season. But, you know, every year things got to align right, you know, from injuries, you know, not having key injuries um, and guys accepting their roles and different things like that. But I, I think 
the more uh, things that we can have going our way. And I, I, that's the thing. You, you're one injury away from things, you know, you can be in a really good spot to, you know, you're having a bad injury. And, you know, the depth of your team or the role changes and the dynamic changes. So just keeping guys healthy, knock on wood, that everyone stays healthy and we can have a full roster. If we have that, then I think, you know, we can expect a really good season. I want to go back to the music thing for a second. I'm not going to ask you to reveal what your walk-on song will be, but what when you're when Kenya's at home or or running or getting a workout in, what's on the playlist? What are you listening to? I listen to everything. I'm, I, I kind of you know pride myself on being well-rounded, and mm-hmm. so you know I can go uh, R&B, I can go rap, I can go country. Ooh. Uh, you know, a little bit of everything. I've I've been in different places and, you know, I listen to all types of music. So I can't, you know, with the younger crowd, you know, I'm recruiting. So I got to yeah. know guys are listening to. So, you know, I try to, you know, stay in tune of what's going on. But, you know, uh, I, I listen to a, a little bit of everything, Eric. So, OK, well, then hold on. I mean, answer you're putting me. yourself out there. Uh, uh, I'm Don't going ask to... me to say what song. No, or... no, no, I'm not. Yeah. What I'm going to do since, you know, I'm going to try to help you. I'm going to name a rapper since you're you're recruiting. And I want you to tell me if the person I'm naming is a real rapper or if I have made up the name. OK. OK. Here <laughs> no, we go. Number one. Is is this like the karaoke car karaoke? Yes, yes, yes. We do this kind of thing on carpool. Yes. Karaoke. <laughs> uh, yes. I'm, I'm special right now. Don't. By do the that. way, a little a little story for that. When I was at the fantasy camp a couple years ago, and Bruiser Flint was the assistant coach, and we love Bruiser, yeah. and um, Bruiser found out that I worked on carpool, and we were sitting around a bunch of people, including mm-hmm. I think Archie at the time. Uh-huh. And Bruiser's like, I love music. Well, I want to get on carpool. What do I have to do to get on carpool? And he really like, didn't want to do that. Yeah. And I said to him, get more famous. <laughs> yeah. But he also told me that if he was in carpool, that he would want to do it with Seal. That's who he picked. Seal. Seal. Wow. Yes. Wow. All right. Now wow. back to the game. And okay. Warren, I, can, I want to play too. Yes. Hey, you throw him in. Okay. Number Ward, one. You going you gonna to get in this, Ward? Oh, I'll, Ward, I'll, you're going to play whether this is real or not? Oh, I was going to I was gonna throw out names. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, you yeah. and I will go back okay. and forth. Okay, number one. I'm going to start. Mm. I'm going to start easy. Okay. Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah, yeah, I know who that is. Okay, you're right. That's a real one. That's a real one. Yeah. All right, Ward, your okay. turn. Okay, mine's, mine's, you know, uh, limited. I, I, I'll have to go with, you know, a staple, Little Stanky. No. Come on. <laughs> no, 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 thank you. Oh my should God. be, Pretty should important. be though. Little, yeah. Li- uh, in, in, in fairness, that is what Ward's kids call Ward after uh, a big meal. <laughs> a little stanky? Yeah, There's a little no, stanky. Nothing little about it. All right. Uh, here we go. Another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juice World. That is one. God, yes. Good. You're good. You're right. Yeah. All right, Warren, you got one. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go with. Oh, let's see. How about is there somebody out there named Polo G? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Polo G. Okay. Now okay. you you really be 
uh, you'd be excited if I knew what song they sung, but I, I don't. But okay, I've seen that. You poker. could you could say uh, anything, and I would, yeah. I, and I would have no better idea than you. <laughs> All right, how about this one? The circumcision. No. Correct. That is correct. That is correct. Okay. But but that would be no. a good name for a rapper. That would be a good name. I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ward, you got one? How about um how about uh baby keem? No chance. Yes. Yes. Baby There's keem. A baby keem? Yes. Yes. What is Oh man! Yeah, yeah. Look it up. You got to get on it. Uh, what kind of rap is that? Well, oh. we don't we don't get into the specifics. It's the kind of rap that shows up fast on a Google search. <laughs> oh. Um, how about this yeah. one? We've maybe all heard Kendrick of... Lamar. Oh. Well, no, Kendrick Lamar is a stud. Come on, come on. Uh, we all have heard of Scarface, both the movie and the rapper. Scarface was one of my favorite rappers when I was younger. Oh, yeah. How about Blueface? Blueface. Now there's a song called Blueface. But, right? but is Blueface but, a rapper? Yeah, he is a rapper. You're right. You're absolutely right. Google is quick, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got well, you must not be in assembly hall for that Wi-Fi signal. <laughs> the Wi-Fi is working strong. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, let's. The game is over. You said uh, you said you. you like it. You like everything. Uh, do you like Billy Joel? I do. Yes. I don't know a okay. song, but I I do know some Billy Joel songs. You, name you know name one. Um, Google Harry up Uptown. Oh, <laughs> I mean, uh, you can't Come say Uptown on. Girl is the first Billy Joel song, man. I mean, that's that's brutal. That's a good one, though. It no, it's not. That's you like were, one of his is. worst ones. You were, were wasn't that the one you were singing on the way to Bloomington this last trip? Uh, it's no. possible. Every, yeah, it's possible. Okay. All right, that's Eric's state of mind. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a classic. Okay. But stop reading Google. I mean, that's not fair. Hey, listen, listen, man. You guys try to get me. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to seem like an idiot over here. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, that yeah. was Eric's favorite. So now I have to ask you: Do you ever go? Do you ever go old school? Do you ever listen to Elvis Presley? No, it's been. A, I'm no. I mean, obviously the king, but no, it's been a long time. Yeah. Okay. Now okay. Elvis Presley movies back in the day. You know, I'm an old school guy. So yeah. I've seen there, it. There's a few good ones, but Elvis I gotta... is in the building. You always leave a ticket for Elvis Presley. Where was that <laughs> when this happened? If oh I no, to... no. So 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 when I was at Georgetown, we you know because they had the big arena, they will always leave a ticket for Elvis, and so they would write his name down on the ticket list and see if the ticket person would recognize <laughs> Elvis really? Presley in the building. Yeah, so we would start doing that on the road with just random names at times just to see if the ticket person would pick it up. Oh, that is awesome. I yeah. love that. that I love that. That is great. I'm, yeah. I, I, do you, now, it sort of blew my mind. This is a couple of years ago where my wife was working with some some kids right out of college and and one of them said they didn't know who the Beatles was. Do you think the players on your roster know who the Beatles and Elvis are, like all of them? Or do you think some of them might not know who they are? 
Uh, some of them might not know. Uh, a guy like Anthony Lill would know who Elvis. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. He 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 would definitely know. He was the, raised right. Yeah, if, he was raised right. He's if well you had to pick one guy that would not know, you had to put money on the fact that this player would not know who the Beatles are. Who would it be? Xavier Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> no hesitation. No hesitation. Uh, Kenya, what's your favorite movie? Uh, boy, uh, no, I, I was going to say Boys in the Hood, but that's not my favorite. Bad Boys. Is, oh, uh, number one? My, my, not number one, but, you know, that's that's high. My top five, Bad yeah, Boys. I just watched Bad Boys again, the third one. I watched it on the plane recently. I is love there... them all. I love yeah, them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a bad boys guy. Those guys together are just perfect. They are. They are. And they... I will tell you this. Will Smith, one of the nicest human beings that works in entertainment. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I mean, the best. The absolute best. He's very like, smart, funny, uh, gregarious, talks to everybody. We, I can we see did, that. We did an episode with him. <clears throat> and we were we were riding around town, and we're just supposed to ride around and sing. And mm. we passed through a part of L.A., and we passed by a giant Latino church. Cool. And they were having a huge wedding outside the church. The bride was out, the groom, all the people, they were taking pictures. And Will just says, we got to stop and go to that. And we just pulled over the car. And, and it was so funny because we were doing it with James. And, and Will's like, come on, let's go. And James Corden says to him, uh, do, you, do you think they're going to know who, who you are? And Will just stopped and looked at James and says, everybody knows who Will Smith is. <laughs> <laughs> and we got out of the car and he just took over. He went, introduced himself to the bride, took pictures, got in the wedding pictures. That's I mean, it was, it was unbelievable. The guy who worked the room, he knows yes. that. But by the way, Kenya, we got to bring on another special guest here, a former Hoosier who I don't know if you've ever crossed paths with, but Freddie McSwain Jr. is asking to join. Or do you know Freddie at all? I don't. I've heard of him, but I don't know him. Well, I've seen a little Freddie bit of- was a beast. Freddie was a scary guy to play against. He could Tough. jump out of the building and he's built like a brick shit house. <laughs> Freddie, are you there? Yo, it was good. Freddy. What's going on? <laughs> Freddie, how are you? What's good? What's Man, good? I'm good. I'm good. good. Uh, Freddie, we are on with Kenya Hunter, who's the assistant coach for Indiana. You guys, your paths did not cross, obviously, at Indiana. But no. it's nice to have a, a current coach and a former player. What's I'd up, like to Freddy? introduce you. Uh, Man, what's good? Man, I I'm knew. Good. I know you was coaching. I know you was coaching. Is that right? Dude, that, that means yeah. you need to come back then. Wait, Fre- <laughs> Freddie, we have a question for you. We've been talking about our favorite music and movies. We have to ask you a question. Do you know who the Beatles right. are? Do you know who the Beatles are? <laughs> yeah, I know who the Beatles are, but I don't really All right, you don't, you, listen to them. As, the, not, as, as the kids say, you don't F with the Beatles. <laughs> I know, like, probably one or two songs. That's All right. It. What about Elvis Presley? Elvis? Uh, no, I don't, I don't listen to Elvis. But I know who Elvis is, yeah, though. That's, that's all we were going for. Just, like, that you know they exist. Because we're we're now, they were they were old school when we were growing up. 
but the kids these days are even losing that. Now, now, Freddie, the last time we talked to you, you were in Brazil. Where are you now? I'm in Luxembourg, Europe, right now. Nice. So it's like my fifth country. What? I've, I've been in. So. Did I did I not see that just recently? You put up a huge game of like twenty some odd points, ten rebounds, something. Like you had a huge game, didn't you? Yeah, it was a first. It was our first game of the season. Uh, twenty two points and like seventeen rebounds. Oh, That's big yeah. I mean, Kenya. I'm telling yeah. you, you want to know a guy that jumps out of the gym and throws it down. With no regard for human life, it's Freddie McSwain Jr. No, when did? Because I think I was at Nebraska when Freddie was playing. That's, yeah, that makes sense. I think uh, I think that was the case. Yeah. So, Freddie, uh, are you enjoying Luxembourg? Uh, yeah, I'm enjoying the mostly the food because the food is great here. I'll be eating a lot of pasta <laughs> yeah. right now. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. It's, 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 okay. It's beautiful here. And and when for exercise, like for, for team exercise, do you guys just take laps around the entire country? Is that how that works? <laughs> no, nah, we stay in the gym. <laughs> When's your next game, Freddie? Uh, we got two this week. Uh, got back-to-back games, uh, Friday and Saturday. Uh, when are we going to get to see you back in Assembly Hall? Is there any chance we'll see you this season? Um, I, I was wanting to come back, like, probably, like, during the summer. Okay, yeah. yeah well, so I ain't really when got you, more time. When you like, come back, you got to get with Kenya. You know, we've heard uh, some stories that Kenya gets out on the practice floor and tries to play defense, and it doesn't go all that well. <laughs> I don't know if Kenya's still listening. Hold on. Yeah. What happened? What? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we said. You know, I get sad yeah. like, pretty quick. <laughs> we said that Freddie was saying that he's going to try to come back maybe in the summer. And I said that it would be a good idea for him to get on the floor. We've heard stories that you sometimes get into practice. You'll play some defense and it doesn't go all that well. Uh, now, see, I think you try. Are you there? Can you I'm hear here. Me? Oh, yeah, we hear you. I, I, I think it's because you, you, you know you were in practice one day and something happened to me in practice but you know I, I think I do pretty go- good uh, defending you know <laughs> what happened to you that day uh, Trey Galloway pushed me down as I was trying to go but offensive foul he pushed off I can show you the tape Freddie if you want to <laughs> <laughs> quick but i did get up pretty quick so you did uh, you did get up quick i think i'm still hurting from that to be quite honest freddie freddie um there is a connection here you know you played um a year for archie right yeah and kenya came to indiana because archie brought him here from connecticut so there's there's a bit of a, a connection point here with archie my question is, Freddie, when okay. you played at Indiana and the year you played for Archie, did Archie ever get on the court? No way. Uh, no, nah, just probably like like defensive drills, tight, just to show us like what's going on. But no, nah, he ain't never get actually play with us. Did you have any assistant coaches who got out and mixed it up a little? 
<laughs> nah, nah, never. No, that hey, I think nah, I think Freddie would enjoy me getting out there. The guys know I, I like that sweat equity, man. I get out there and mix it up a little bit. Yeah, you know, as I get older. You know, oh, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like yeah, get out there, man. So yeah, that would been good. Who did Bruiser Flint recruit you? Who recruited? Um, who? Um, uh, Judd Johnson. Okay, Coach Judd. Okay, okay. Uh, Tom Cream. Oh no, Tom Cream oh, okay, was there. Okay, His, okay. Uh, so you, you, okay, okay. Yeah. You were here before uh, Archie Miller got here as well. Uh huh. Okay. I was like in the class with like uh, James Blackman. And, uh, oh, got you. I got you. Like yeah. OG one them was there. You know, James I keeps telling you. us that he's going to come on the podcast. James is tearing it up in Europe too, right? Yeah, for sure. I just got. I was actually talking to uh, Josh Newkirk the other day. Uh, Me, yeah. James, um, uh, Rob. I still talk to like OG a little bit on Snapchat. Nice. Okay. I talked to Jawan. Now other day yesterday we still keep in contact now robert johnson's hair is the greatest hair that exists from a former indiana basketball player right now have you seen that do uh yeah i saw <laughs> it just uh it's just a little religion now so that's just why he never oh, cut it okay. it's, a re- it's a religious no, thing okay. yeah yeah it's a religious oh. thing so that's why he'll never cut I it i respect well, that well and talking about music rob's dropped some tracks lately have you been keeping up with that Oh yeah, yeah for sure. I'll actually download a few of it. He's, he's pretty good, so uh, I listen to it. He, he started rapping us stuff when we was in college, and just for fun, and I guess he just took on from there. So, uh, Freddie, you got bars? Can you spit some bars? <laughs> no, nah, I'm not a rapper. Do you, do you have a secret <laughs> talent? Um, no, nah, I just uh, no, nah, I just chill back and watch Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, well Freddie, while, while cracking walnuts with your biceps, yeah. right? That you can do. <laughs> e- easy, Ward. That's almost possible cause. <laughs> Fre- Freddie, how much can you squat? How much can you squat? Um, so yeah, I ain't really having to squat a lot lately because I just what about- had a tone. I had a tone down from all that muscle. All right, I had to like. Yeah, I had to get get loose and get more flexible and stuff All like right, that. All right, but so. at your peak, how much could you bench press? Uh, last time I bench pressed a lot was when I was in Indiana, so it's probably like three three hundred. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Freddie had some records up on uh, Cliff Marshall's board. Up there. Yes, yes, he yeah, does. He up there. Yeah, Kenya, how much thing. can you bench press? Hey, uh, um, Eric. Yeah, I, I'm not playing anymore. My college days were, you know, a century ago. Like, yeah. come on, man. Look, but, look, I look can Kenya, with, Ken, yeah. Kenya, with your new hips, though, you that could probably case. squat like an uh, like 500 pounds. You have titanium <laughs> hips now, right? That's that's an advantage. <laughs> I probably could put, yeah, I could put a lot of weight on there. <laughs> <laughs> The last time that I tried entirely too much about me, man. Yeah, I know, but that's what we do here. The uh, the last time that I tried to bench press anything, I was at a gym. I was uh, it was a gym in L.A. and this is several years ago. And I I had been working with a trainer. I decided to get a trainer, 
and he he texted me right like five minutes into the session that should have started that he couldn't make it. And I'm like, oh man, all right, well I'm gonna try. I bench pressed, and eighty five. Well, listen, I don't want to get into the weight, Kenya. Okay, we don't need to put a number on it, but I'll say this. <laughs> Because I wasn't, because I well, I could, yeah, I can do the bar on a good day. Uh, but what happened was, I wasn't used to putting the weight on the bar, and so I put a, a plate on one side of the bar, and then I put a plate on the other side of the bar, and I didn't realize that I put two different plates on. Oh, geez. And I, I took I took the thing off the bar and I don't put the, the, the barriers, the guides on it or the, you know, the clamps. Yeah. And that thing, my right arm dropped and the whole yeah. bar went left and the weight went sliding off. It crashed to the ground. Everybody thought that I was having so a you stroke. Had, you, had no, you had no spotter? I had no spotter. I had no spotter. That's that's, oh, that's rule number one, man. Yeah, but listen, I did what any normal human being would do in that situation. I never returned to that gym ever again. <laughs> that is a no-no. It was like at the early, the, and they called me like two months later. They're like, Eric, we noticed you haven't been here. Where where you been? You still got six months on your membership. I'm like, let's just ride it out. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was my Ward, What about you, Ward? Well, I mean, you've seen my physique. You know, I'm a pretty intimidating guy just walking yeah. around. Um, uh, I did, yeah, I did get to the gym for the first time since COVID struck last week. Uh, they had to look deep into the system to see that I, <laughs> I was, in fact, a member. And, and yes, they found the record that I, I was a member at one point. But uh, they said that my uh, my information had been turned over to collections. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to renegotiate my membership to get, to get removed from collections. <laughs> that is sensational. That is sensational. All right, listen. Freddie, what time hey, is it in Luxembourg? Man, right now is I'm six hours ahead of everybody, so it's one forty a.m. right now. I'm actually about to get up and go. I'm about to go to bed. Yeah, so. go go to bed, Freddie. <laughs> Jesus, this isn't that important. <laughs> no, I just wanted to uh, talk to you guys and uh, like give you a little quick. Oh, update. we love it, Freddie. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Appreciate you, Freddie. Come All right, back. you guys. All right, everyone in the chat. Hoosiers love you, Freddie. You. Be good, man. Man, I love Hoosiers. See, Kenya, Freddie is a stud. I see. He's up at one one forty in the morning. Jeez. By the way, we have a current player who's listening in. I'm not going to put him on the spot. But if he wanted to uh -oh. talk, if we wanted to talk, he could join in because we would love to hear an embarrassing story about Kenya Hunter from practice. I think he was probably at that practice where you say Trey Galloway pushed you down. But he definitely, we all know. definitely was. He's an eyewitness. So if he wants to give us the truth on that, he could jump in. But we won't put him on the spot. Uh, um, yeah, put him in. Who is it? No, I'm, a, I'm not going to put him. I'm, I'm going to let him decide if he wants to request to speak. I'm not, I only put the coaches on the spot, Kenya. I don't do it to the players. We've I learned mean, our lesson. 
I think I was pushed, so I, I would like to hear what the players thought. I mean, oh my God! Well, all right, hold on. Let me let me just see. I mean, I'm going to invite you. You guys were there, but I mean, I thought you would say I I got pushed. You you Galloway did you me. you one hundred percent didn't get pushed. No, I really I didn't see any I, pushing going on. Well, you guys were over there talking, <laughs> so. <laughs> Did you really we're, see it? Did you really, we're, we're, or you just saw me fall down? Now, I don't think you saw like the beginning of it and how it happened. You know, so this is this I, is what I, I just this is what I definitely ahead. saw, and I appreciate this. Is is the sprawl? Is the fact that you didn't try to pop right back up right away, which which you claimed you did? You actually just kind of owned it. You just kind of put your arms up. Yeah. With a big grin on your face, and you, and you didn't try, you knew there was no way around everybody laughing at you, so you you laughed with us instead of trying trying to play it off and be cool. And and that as somebody who I fall down in in just a, a walking around my neighborhood or in the grocery store, I, I I try to own it. I try to look around and be like, I at least hope somebody saw that and got some pleasure out of me doing something embarrassing. <laughs> Hey, hey, Ward, that's a pretty good assessment, man. man you know, I like I, I really, I think you you you're kind of on the path of being right. But I, I, <laughs> when I watched the film, when I watched the film, I saw the push off, and that's that's really why you know. See, you guys didn't watch the film, so it's true. No, no, mm-hmm. we got to watch the film. Yeah, definitely got yeah, to watch the film. You always got to watch the film. All right, Kenya, before we let you go, oh, I just want to put it up. Well, for, what, for the record, was, yeah. that player disappeared. <laughs> yes, he got out. He, 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 didn't want to incri- he didn't want to incriminate his coach with a live audience. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. If there's anybody listening that wants to ask Kenya a question before we let him get out of here, uh, please jump on, request to speak, and we'll get you on to ask. You can ask Kenya about hey. his music tastes, his his movie taste. You know, I mean, you his can co- oh, his here taste, we go. His taste in cologne. Oh, well, we know what that oh, is. Everybody knows what my taste in cologne. Now. Everybody knows it's the spice bomb. Hold on, here we go. Uh, live, we have we have some gentleman named Brax, which is a Brax? scary. That's a scary name. But Brax, are you there? Yes. Hello, Brax. How you doing? We're good. Kenya, nice to nice to talk to you. Um, well, yeah. What are you um, What are you looking forward most about uh, this upcoming year? And, and uh, obviously, expectations is to go out and win a national title in the Big Ten Championship. But uh, what, I'm what, glad you know that. Yeah, we all know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, yeah, Woods yeah. had actually. I thought I saw where somebody had actually said that. Um, so, what, what are you? What are your expectations uh, for the season? I mean, obviously, you got to put goals in, in front of the team that you know uh, that you feel like you know you have a chance. And you know, uh, like I said, I've always said, you know, from you know our time in the Bahamas and getting back, I honestly. I think this team, you know, the sky's the limit for the team. Um, but I also said that, you know, we, things got to align right as far as, you know, us being injury free. Like you guys still haven't seen uh, Michael Durr, who right. we feel like is going to be key to our team and our success. Um, you know, Miller Cop is still coming back. Um, so there's, you know, it's got to align right. But this is a team that has, 
you know, older guys and some leadership on the team and some talent, you know, young, talented young guys. And so I, I just think from top to bottom, um, you'll see a team that, you know, is going to continue to get better. Um, and, and once Coach Woodson, you know, he really implements his stuff offensively and defensively, I mean, we, we could, you know, realistically, you know, have a chance to win the Big Ten title. You know, Trace is, is, is playing and working as, as hard as any, you know, guy that potentially has a chance to get to the NBA. Um, but he, he's working really hard. And I think all of our guys are, are doing the same thing. But I'm excited about this team just because I think as far as the things that we struggled at, I think uh, we've addressed those, uh, those gaps and holes. And uh, I, I expect a, a really good season. Love it. Brax, thank you for the question, man. Yep. Kenya, thanks for what you do. And uh, really appreciate yes. your answer. That's Derek some more. Thanks for all y'all's coverage of Indiana basketball. Thank you, My Brax. Pleasure, man. Thanks, Brax. All right, Kenya, we got one more. She is somebody who has supported us for a while. Hold on. We have Courtney okay. Bakes. And then we'll let you go. I promise. I promise we'll let you go. You sure? No, yeah, I, you know I shouldn't best. promise. I don't know. Uh, Courtney, are you there? I'm here. Yes. Welcome, Courtney. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me on real quick. Uh, Coach, I just want to say first, thank you for being a part of this this really new program. And I'm sure I speak for everyone on here when I say we are really, really excited. This feels very different. And that kind of leads me to my question. And I'm not really looking for a, a negative answer at all here. This isn't controversial. But what would you say <laughs> is the biggest difference between – Coach Woodson oh, and Art. You're not, not going to do that to me. Height. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you could just Courtney, say height. Uh, <laughs> you could. You no, know, I, I. Yeah. You, you know the, the thing that I I would say is that you know, uh, Coach Woodson thinks outside of the box. You know, uh, because this is his first time coaching in college. Um, the one thing that I'll tell you is that he wants his guys to have the confidence in doing whatever he asks those guys to do, whether it's offensively and defensively, uh, to be able to work on it and believe that you can do it. You understand what I'm saying? So as far as, you know, uh, uh, one of the bigger things that, you know, he's changed in my mind as far as guys bringing up the ball up the court I, this, mm. this is very simple but it, it's something that he believes in well college coaches normally they want to allow their four men to bring the ball up like race thompson bringing the ball up initiating the offense and making plays well coach woodson is total opposite race thompson if he if our point guard didn't get open race bring the ball up if you got the rebound and you can push it out push it out and initiate our offense. And most guys, you know, in college, I would say is get the rebound, get it to the point guard and let the point guard initiate the offense. It's harder to guard when you can have your foreman bring the ball up the floor and start initiating your offense. And when we first got here and he started talking about it, can these guys be able to do that? And we were like, shit, I, excuse my language. <laughs> no, that's all right. Let it fly. Ball. Let it fly. <laughs> Get loose. You know? So I just think he, he doesn't pigeonhole guys 
into saying that they can't do things. Uh, you know, hey, Rob, shoot when you're open. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing that he's instilling in Rob Fennessy is if you're open, shoot the ball. You know, because he's not going to like he wants you to play with that certain type of confidence in your game. And I, I think that's, you know, if I can pinpoint anything that stands out, I think that's the one thing that I would say is is glowing to me. That's the difference. So Awesome. I love Courtney. It. You got you got an answer. Thank and by you the way, Courtney, so much. By, by the way, Courtney. Just because you say at the top of a question, this is not controversial, <laughs> that does not make it not controversial. <laughs> it's like okay. when people say, I don't mean any offense by this, but you're ugly. <laughs> like that's, it's, it doesn't matter. All right, Courtney, we love you. Thanks for joining. I love you guys. Thank you so much. And good luck, coach, with everything. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, hey, can I go eat now? Yeah, I know. I promised you could go. I'm going to let you go, even though there's a lot of people that you're going to disappoint. But that's okay. We'll disappoint them for no, it's, 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 no, Okay, does someone else have a question? It's too I'll, many. I'll it's I'll four people. It's four people. You want to do four? I'll do two. All right, hold I'll on. Two more. Hold on. Let's go quick. Rapid fire. We're putting on Rob Lunder. We're going rapid fire here. Rob, welcome to Hysterics Hindsight. What you got for Kenya? Yeah, Kenya, kind of a left field question. More more as like a coach. Uh, we play at Syracuse this year, obviously. And I'm just curious from wow. like, like when you watch them in the tournament, the teams they play, they uh -huh. sneak in they sneak into the tournament. And then the teams they play right. just look lost. Like we obviously right. they ended our season six or seven years ago, whatever it was. And that team we had just looked like they were dropped in from outer space. And I'm just curious, right. as a coach, how difficult is it to prepare for them? And, like, like what does – like, it just – when you see them in the tournament, it just – the other team looks lost. It, what's your name again? Because that's a hell of a question, and I'm going I'm to answer this one. Uh, uh, my name's Rob like Lunder. I'm actually, I'm actually flying out uh, in a couple uh, next month for the Ohio State game. Love to meet you. Okay, so so it is a great question because the one thing that Coach Woodson is kind of concerned about is zone, right? Because they don't play that much zone in the NBA. So we are actually starting from day one from practice tomorrow uh, going over zone schemes, right? So that's going to prepare us, you know, and this will be a daily buildup and our guys feeling comfortable with the things that we're running versus the zone. So you got a great question in the sense of how are we going to prepare for it? Well, it's going to be implemented in our practice on a daily basis, you know, from the start of day one until we obviously play Syracuse, and then we will really game plan for when we do play against Syracuse versus the zone. So it, it, it is, you know, most people, especially in college, you don't go against zone that much. Uh, but Coach Woodson feels like we're going to be such a really good offensive team versus man-to-man -man, that teams are going to probably start playing a zone. And we got to prepare for that. So we're actually doing both. So good question. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'll be out there next month. I'll try and find you. Kenya, just a quick follow-up. You've played – I mean, you've coached at Georgetown. You've coached at UConn. You know, I mean, you've probably seen Syracuse play. What is it specifically about Syracuse that makes their zone so unique? 
Because they play it, that's what they do. Uh, they know how to adjust to the things that you're trying to attack them at. And and we were actually talking about this today, um, how they guard different ball screen uh, situations. You know, when you set a ball screen, how do they adjust? And I think that's what makes them so unique and, and teams struggle at it because that's something that they practice every day. So uh, they're going to work on every scenario that you that they probably would face during the time. And the thing that you got to have is guys that are confident to getting the ball to the middle because when you get the ball to the middle, that kind of breaks them into kind of like a, a dwarf into a man-to-man. And guys that can make a play uh, when they catch it in the middle and not being, you know, enamored with – you know, their length and their size because basically, you know, Syracuse recruits to that and their forwards are six seven, six eight, they're long, they're athletic, and they can, you know, play be in two places at once. So that's what causes the problem and the issues versus the zone. But you gotta have you gotta work on it, but you gotta have a game plan towards where you're trying to get the ball. And then at the end of the day, it comes down to making shots. Right. You got to be able to make shots. All right. I'm going to give you one more here because I love the guy's name on Twitter, which is Kaiser Sose. Kaiser Sose, which is, of course, the, uh, the character in the movie Usual Suspects. But Kaiser Sose, are you there? Yes, I am. Uh, so my real name's Cole Kenya, so you've had a lot of success uh, recruiting for IU so far. And so one kind of question I just want to ask you was, you know, you've coached at Nebraska, Georgetown, UConn, IU now. What kind of differences have you seen recruiting at the different universities, different programs? Well, um, recruiting to Indiana because it's a basketball school, I think has really helped, right? Um, at Nebraska, what is Nebraska? A football school. At UConn, used to be. Uh, they haven't won. It is a basketball school at UConn, and actually, Danny Hurley nope. is doing a hell of a job. No, I, I meant Nebraska uh, used to be a football a school. Oh, that's some bullshit. <laughs> You're right, though, right now. <laughs> I, I, I hesitate to say things like that because people can say, based don't on say, our success, they, don't they, say it. Don't say it. They compare. Scott, I'm not going to say it. Scott, hey, let me tell you, he was the savior, but oh man, I, I feel for them right now. But yeah, Nebraska was a football school. I don't know what the hell is going on right now. But <laughs> my, my, point, my point is like, you know, being here, it is a basketball school, it has the history and tradition uh, of winning. Now, you know, obviously it's been you know, four to five years since they've been in a tournament. But I think the excitement to build up the fans, um, I'm excited about being back in the hall, you know. Yeah. And I think the fans are excited about it. And I, I, I think that's helped us be able to recruit. And, and so, you know, I the passionate fans – and hopefully you guys will continue to support, you know, the guys that we're recruiting. I think we, we got a, 
you know, really good feel on the guys that we've brought to the table and, and we've been able to get in this 22 class. I always say the first two classes are the most important classes to really build your culture of what you're trying to do. And Coach Woodson has done a hell of a job of, of being able to do that. And, and so I'm excited about it. And if we can kill it uh, and, and get, you know, one more guy in this 22 class, uh, we'll put ourselves in position to, you know, really knock it out of the park and really zone in on our 23 class as well. Well, we appreciate, Kenya, you not clowning around when talking about recruiting. Eric, <laughs> 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 you're good at what you do, man. Yeah, I don't know about that. All right, Kaiser Soze, thank you so much. Can I get one more question real quick? A short All one. right, do it. Kenya, do you really- do you at least know who Kaiser Soze is in The Usual Suspect? We're talking about movies and uh, music earlier. Man. You got to give him a I'm chance gonna to Google to. it. You oh. got to give him a chance to Google no. it. I, it. Listen, Kaiser, you want me to be a great recruiter, right? <laughs> yeah. That's right. So I don't, I don't watch that many movies, man. I watch Sports <laughs> Center a lot. <laughs> and I watch games on TV. So I, I don't watch movies a lot. Uh, but usual suspect. That's a, a good, good one, one though. I've it is a good is. one. You, you got to give that one a watch. I'll, I'll check it out just because you you called in. I'll check it out. There you go. All right, All right. Kaiser. All thanks right. so much. All right, yeah, thanks. All right, Kenya. We're gonna let you go. It's been an hour. We know that this is way past what you thought it was gonna be. Yeah, you guys. Uh, you know, lucky I like you a lot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're the man, Kenya. You be good. I'll talk to you. Good Be luck good. tomorrow. Oh, th- there was there was the double goodbye again. You said, oh. "Be good, Kenya," and then he said goodbye, and then you said, "Be good again." While I was trying to say something, I didn't. I didn't say "Be good" twice. You did. You don't really? Even, you don't even know you do it. It's just we're going to check the tape. We're going to check the tape on that one. By by the way, yeah. Um, I, I appreciate every single person who listens in, but I, I was a little. I'm. I was a little bit nervous. Kenya might divulge something because according to Twitter, we have the associate head coach of Rutgers listening, Carl Hobbs. I don't know if Carl would want to join us if a Rutgers associate head coach would want to talk on an Indiana podcast. But I'm just, you know, I wonder if maybe he knows Kenya or if he's if he's lurking, trying to, like, get some Pick insight. Pick up on something. Yeah. Well, if he's looking yeah. for insight on the Hoosier hysterics, he's barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> Especially now that Kenya left. Uh, the Carl, only thing- Carl, would you if you would like to join us, we'd be honored to have you. We've never welcomed an enemy into our territory, but we'd love to have you if you want to join. Uh, you have to just hit request to speak and we'll get you on. Um, but in the meantime, I, I'm sorry. I want to apologize to Chad and Kent. We couldn't get them on with Kenya. But let's see what they have to say real quick. Let's add. Uh, let's add, get. Let's get Chad in here, uh, real quick, and then we'll go to Kent. And then Jennifer, I see you lurking. We'll get you. And then we're going to wrap it up because the St. Louis Cardinals are playing, going for 17th win in a row. Chad, how are you? Good. How are you guys doing tonight? Good, man. Good. What's so, up? So, sorry What's you're up? stuck with just us, Chad. Yeah, that's all right. Well, maybe, uh, I don't know, Eric's been to, been bugging everyone there at uh, IU enough. Maybe he has the connections. What I was going to ask from Kenya was just a favor to help us out. We we saw those great jerseys that they uh, – T 
teased and we got to see during media day and everything. And uh, through football, we've kind of uh, been aggravated as fans that uh, the access to us fans buying jerseys has been pretty sparse this year, uh, in the past years and everything. And I just wanted to see if he could talk to someone and, and maybe coach has that pull or whoever has that pull. We need to get the jerseys more available to us fans to buy. It's always so hard to find jerseys every year. I agree, and I can tell you Kenya agrees on the gear situation. Uh, and let's, let me, let's see if we can figure something out there. We'll, we'll make a call and see if there's some info that we can get yeah. on the jerseys. Because I agree, it'd be cool to buy the new ones for sure. Everything good with you, Chad? Yeah, going good. Getting ready for Hoosier Hysteria to get firing up and just get, let's get this season going. Are I'm you going to go? Or are you going to get to see it in person? No, no. I, I live too far away. I live down in, in Charlotte. Uh, it's a little bit too far to get up there for that. But sure. uh, hoping to at least make it for uh, one game this year at some point. Well, let us know which one you go to. Hopefully we'll be there too. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you know. Thanks, guys. Right, Have a good night. Be good. Bye-bye. Uh, let's get our good friend Kent in here. Let's get Kent in. And then we're going to do Jennifer and Ryan, the Chief Justice of the Hoosier Hysterics, and then we're going to wrap it up. Kent, how uh, are you hitting them, buddy? Uh, sometimes good. It depends on the shot. <laughs> <laughs> how What's are you going on, Kent? We're good, man. What's going on tonight? Uh, not too much. Since you were talking about movies, and I know um, Kenya mentioned Xavier at some point, so I just wanted to get a follow-up and find out if Xavier has listened to uh, has watched the movie Hoosiers yet. You know what? I'm going to text Ooh, him right now. That That is good. You know, X is a little bit mad at us because we are giving love to Eric Gordon's pizzeria, but maybe maybe he's ready to let bygones be bygones. Uh, I doubt it. Yeah. I'm texting him right now. Have okay. you watched Hoosiers yet? Uh, we will get the answer, and if he, if he texts back before the end of this, I will let you know. Okay, and then the last thing I want to say is, Eric, unfortunately, I got got a little beef with you. Um, uh -oh. yeah, Welcome to the club, he, Kent. Yeah. Take, <laughs> take a yeah, number. I, I've, I've joined the club. Well, <laughs> you know, you were talking about streaks and whatnot, and I'm listening to your podcast, and I've, believe it or not, I've listened to every minute of every podcast until today. And that was because, unfortunately, you started uh, talking about a, a team that you just mentioned a minute ago, the St. Louis Cardinals, and I'm a Cincinnati Reds fan, so I had to fast forward through part of your podcast this uh, morning. So I get that. I, I'm sorry I mean, about that. But. I mean, as a Cincinnati Reds fan, oh, I mean that they, they laid an egg. I mean, they had the easiest schedule. You know, a bunch of you know the Pirates and the Cubs who both were really bad, and and the Reds couldn't do it. So it's all on them. It, it's nothing to do with the Let Cardinals, me, but the Cardinals have, you know, that's an amazing streak. But it, uh, it is amazing. But I want to tell you something that may change your lifelong fandom for the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> do, do you know who else is a giant Cincinnati Reds fan? Brian uh, Snow. Oof. Oh, yes, Oof. I do know that. I do know that. I mean, if there's a reason to find a new team, that's it. <laughs> well, living down the land, I guess I could root for the Braves, but you know, they're they're kind of my second team. But you know, still deep down, as they joke, uh, I bleed red. So uh, well, I mean, yeah, you just bleed the wrong red. Uh, Cardinal <laughs> yes, exactly. red's much better. I will say this: as a kid, 
I actually, there were Reds teams that I really liked, and I loved Barry Larkin, and I loved Chris Sabo, and I loved Eric Davis. Yeah. I mean, just loved him. Um, So you had some fun teams back in in those days. It's been a while, though. Yes, it has. All right, Kent, you be good. We're going to hit a couple other people and then wrap it up. Okay. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care. See you, buddy. Let's get Jen. I think I think Ryan's going to tee off on us for talking about sports and mu- or music yeah, and he's movies gonna hate and baseball. It. He's hate it. He'll have some he'll have some weird thing to kill us for. <laughs> uh, Jen, how are you? Good. How about yourself? We couldn't be better. Um, I was wanting to know if you had any more details on your trip to Bloomington on November sixth. Ooh, um, we can't make the announcement yet. It's going to be a event that anyone can be at. It's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be the first of its kind uh, at Indiana. It's going to be something that we hope to do yearly. We're uh, gonna we're gonna take an airplane to come back for it. Yes, uh, I just can't give you any more details except to say that it involves IU basketball. Just want to make sure it's worth making the trip up there, which I sure think it is. you will not be disappointed, Jen. Okay, perfect. I think it's going to be a fun time. And I got through most of the podcast today, other than the last half hour. But now I like have a crush on three of the eighty-seven players. Oh, I thought you were going to say you had a crush on three people that were on the podcast today. That <laughs> <laughs> <Not> too. <laughs> uh, I'm with you, man. I have a crush on Steve Isle, big time man crush. Big yeah, between time. him and Joe Hillman, I'm. It's, yeah, man, that's a good it. that's a good tandem right there. Are you <laughs> excited for Hoosier Hysteria? Yes, but I won't be going up there for it. Yeah, us either. I have we, season we tickets, and it's like driving back and forth a lot. I just. I hear you. Well, we'll hopefully it'll be on Big Ten Network, or we'll get some clips from people there. Uh, I'm excited. It, it's always a a fun day to get the the season officially or ceremonially started. Ceremonially is that what I just said? Sure. How many more? Ceremoniously. <laughs> ceremoniously, yeah. yeah. Something yeah. like that. How many more football games are the Hoosiers going to win? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Mm. I mean, Ward, you think four, right? Six and six? Uh, I got to look at the schedule again. I, I don't remember the last time I uh, – let, let, let me look at it. I haven't reevaluated it in the last couple of weeks. Okay. I'm saying oh, two. By the way, by the way breaking two? news. Breaking mm-hmm. news for Xavier Johnson. No, LOL. Where can I watch it? That's what he said to me. Uh, Here's what I'm going to do. For Hoosier Nation, I'm going to purchase Hoosiers as the movie and send it to Xavier Johnson. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to purchase it. He probably doesn't own a DVD player. (laughs) No, I'm going to purchase it digitally and send it to him over the Google Waves. That's what I'm going to do. On the Google machine. On the Google box. Okay. Yeah, I, I think we can win four more of these. Give us the four award. Well, it's the easy answer, and I think probably it ends up, you know, one of these is a loss, and then we have an unexpected victory. But Maryland, Rutgers, Minnesota, Purdue. I think we're going to finish really strong uh, with our last three there. Uh, but I could see, you know, something where we, we upset uh, Michigan or Michigan State and then, you know, maybe shit the bet against a Minnesota or a Maryland. All right. What do you think, Jen? I'm thinking maybe uh, Minnesota and Rutgers. That's it? Yep. I don't oh, think we boy. can beat Purdue at home this year. 
Oh boy, I that know. Is really depressing, Jen. I know. I'm. Oh, I'm a pessimist, though. So. All right, I'm. I'm taking the Ward optimistic Kool Aid and saying we're going to win at least four. I hope you guys are right. All right, Jen. Always good hearing from you. Go Cardinals. Go Cards. Uh, and to wrap it up, Chief Justice of the Hoosier Hysterics, all rise for the Honorable Ryan Madden. Ew, why are, why are you all Cardinals fans? Seriously, this is gross. Right. Yeah, it, it really sucks to be a Cardinals fan. Right. I mean, why would I mean, you I mean, I know you're, in, you're out. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I, you guys are doing great. I hope you lose by a million in your next game. Whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who do you like? I don't even like baseball, Ryan. Let the, let the record show. Who I, do you like, Ryan? I'm a Cubs fan. Oh, good Christ. I I'm, mean, come on. If I had to root for a baseball team, Ryan, it would be the Cubs. I mean, what? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Why? Well, because of Ryan Sandberg, Mark Grace, and Andre Dawson. Mm-hmm. Three losers. <laughs> uh, Just so three I giant say, losers. One of the one of the greatest moment, really the I think the greatest moment of my sports life is so I went to uh, Game Six of the NLCS in 2016, where they clinched going to the World Series at home against the Dodgers. And I yep. went to three World Series games, including Game 7, oh um, where, they, where they won in Cleveland. So uh, that was just, like, the best month of my life. I was just going I, from game to game to game. I went to the Divisional Series and went to the Championship Series. I went to the uh, World Series. It was just incredible. And, like, being there for Game 7 was the literal greatest thing. I... I respect that. I, I actually am jealous of that. But I will say this about Cardinals and Cubs. It's one of the greatest rivalries in all of sports. Uh, if you're a Cubs fan or a Cardinals fan, you know it is. Um, but I will say this. Unlike a Yankees-Red Sox or Philly-Boston or what any of those, like the Cardinals-Cubs, I like to call it's a friendly rivalry. Like we, we want you to lose every game. You want us to lose every game. But then we can all go out and like have a drink afterwards and not like kill each other. Oh yeah. Uh, and I will tell you, like I was rooting for the Cubs, and I will tell you this: the Eddie Vedder song that he wrote for the Cubs is on my playlist. I love it. I love it. That song that he wrote that year is awesome. Yeah. And and I was happy that the Cubs finally won. I think it was good for baseball that that happened. Yeah, and also it was necessary for the Cubs Cardinals rivalry because you guys had won so much in like the early two thousands that it was becoming a little bit too uncompetitive. Um, yeah, the rivalry between the two, like Yankees Red Sox, is like at least in the modern era has been a super competitive rivalry, right? Like Cubs sure. Cardinals was getting a little pathetic. Um, like the Cubs, it was like. I don't know. I mean, no, I'm with at least, you. I'm with you. At, least Purdue, at least Purdue has won some big time titles, but it's kind of like Indiana Purdue, right? Where it's yeah, like, I yeah, know. they've won zero national. It's like the Cubs are Purdue, zero national championships. Uh, Not anymore. I Not know. Anymore. I know. It was the uh, and like I, I have the weirdest sports allegiances in the world because my family is from Philadelphia, um, and then I grew up in Chicago, so like I'm an Eagles Cubs fan when it comes Ooh, to like professional sports. But it was the greatest weird. two years of my life because the Cubs won in 2016 and the Eagles won in 2017. Wow. Um, so after, like, literally the two most miserable sports franchises, like, never won a Super Bowl, the Eagles, and the Cubs hadn't won since 1908. Like, to finally have that happen all at one time was just 
the most incredible thing. So, so Ryan, are you not at all surprised by the Carson Wentz experience going on in Indianapolis oh, right oh, now? Oh, no. Oh, my God. So, Eagles beat writers, like Eagles football beat writers, cover Carson Wentz when he's in Indianapolis, partly because you guys owe us a draft pick, and it depends on how much he plays. Yeah, we got um, we to gotta sit his ass soon. Well, the thing is, Carson's going to do something stupid, and he's going to sit his own ass. Like, he doesn't need you to sit it like a t- the team mandates it. Carson's going to contract COVID because he's unvaccinated, yep, or yep. he's going to get injured trying to extend a play too long because he refuses to throw the ball out of bounds. Already, I know. He, he injured broke both, both ankles. ankles. Both That's ankles. the best. That is the best. <laughs> when I saw the story that he injured both ankles, I just thought, what is this? This is the Bad News Bears. <laughs> Literally, he's like uh, he's he's got so much natural talent at playing football, but my goodness, he is just a catastrophe. It's a walking catastrophe. That that was the thing is like we've already seen glimpses, even though he you know he had like six practices with the team, but he gets out there in the first drive against the Seahawks, and and it's sort of shocking how similar he plays to Andrew Luck, and it's like oh oh oh, we're going to be okay. Everything that's gone so horribly wrong is going to be okay. And then three games in, it's a complete disaster. He also has no touch on short passes at all. Like he he throws at one speed and one speed only and has no ability to vary speeds. And like just the most frustrating, like uh, the second most frustrating eagle from the last several years. Did you watch last night's Monday Night Football game? I did not get a chance. I, 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 mo- no. I'm, I mostly was listening to Peyton and Eli, but I occasionally watched the game. So there was a really funny moment. So there, there's an Eagles defensive end named Derek Barnett, and the dude just gets a penalty every single game. Every single game, he gets a penalty. Um, he has more penalties in his career than he does sacks, like by far. <laughs> it's like 24 penalties to 19 sacks in his career. Um, but he so he, com- he committed a stupid penalty on third down that gave – the Cowboys a first down when they would have gotten off the field and it just cuts over to the sideline and our uh, Nick Sirianni our coach um, just said into his like he's like holding up his play sheet but it's not covering his mouth and he says it's always him it's always him (laughs) and like they did like literally catch him like you can lip read it really clearly he just says it's always him and I'm like yeah dude that's how we all feel yeah (laughs) Uh, Ryan, what else you got for us before we uh, wrap it up here tonight? Uh, you should get an autograph from Xavier for sending him a movie, because otherwise that might be compensation. So you should probably just do something to cover your tracks. Fair um, I'll, have him, I'll have him send out a tweet. I mean, since you announced it, right? Yeah, you announced true. it on I announced, a podcast. I let it, I'm announcing an NIL deal with Xavier Johnson <laughs> to get him to watch Hoosiers. Right. <laughs> I mean, I wonder if you could. I wonder if you could predicate the deal on him watching Hoosiers. I actually, well, but but then I ha- then I can't give it to him. Right. He, he, if he doesn't watch it, he has to give it back. He has to pay me. Yeah, I don't know. It's easier for him to send a tweet or something. Um, yeah, exactly. And, and that's just and that's just like uh, my alarm bells just went. You might just want to get it. Refer- See, that's why that's why you're the one. chief justice. That's why yeah. you're the chief justice. Yeah. That's it right there. Did you get to hear Kenya? I did. I mean, I came like most of the way through. How great is Kenya Hunter? Um, he's, he's the greatest. I hope we dump a just gigantic sack of money in front of him in the off season or during yeah, the season too. to keep him here because he's he's the best. And I, if I could ask Kenya Hunter one question so that you guys have it for next time, I would just like to get a coach's opinion on how we make Indiana cool, right? 
Because, like, I think that's the next step of, like, making it cool to recruits. And I'd love to get Kenya's, like, opinion on this because he's such a good recruiter. But, like, part of it is, like, part of the reason that I think John Shire is doing so well at Duke is that it's, like, a self-perpetuating thing now. And it's yeah. not just because they're successful. It's because Duke is has, like, has a mojo. It's supposed to be cool. I think with a lot of the stuff they do is super dweeby. But, like, it's... It's got cultural but cachet. Can I can I say two things to that? One is the obvious one, which is winning. Yeah. yeah. All sure. right. So let's get that out of the way. Yeah. But I do think I can answer this for Kenya and feel confident. He will tell you that that Woody for sure is adding adding a level of cool, adding a level of swag and NBA mojo, which is cool. But the other he would tell you is we have to up our gear game. Yeah, I was gonna say that, he he might not actually say it because he doesn't want to. Because uh, he might, it's a bad idea for a sitting assistant coach to speak ill of our, you know, offend uh, Adidas. Yeah, offend yeah. Adidas. But like, imagine if we were a Jordan Brand school. Just imagine, just imagine how much like that would open the door, open doors immediately. That Adidas I, I does actually, not open. This might be unpopular, but like Ward and I have talked about this. If you're going to go buy sneakers, like for yourself, Adidas has really cool sneakers. Oh, oh, so. This is the, super this, cool. This is the funny thing is like this is just a U.S. thing, right? Like Nike and Jordan brand, and like that's a newer thing. But Nike is like it's becoming a rest of the world thing, but it's mostly a U.S. thing. If you think like most professional sports teams around the world are sponsored by Adidas because Adidas actually is the king of apparel and shoes around the world. It's not Nike. Because it's just because we look at everything. Yeah, because we look at everything from a U.S. perspective. It's Nike, 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 and there are good professional uh, soccer teams that, you know, have Nike as their sponsor. But let, let me, can I share a little piece of insight that I was given? It doesn't speak to this year, but it speaks to the last 10 years of gear. So I was told that the way it works for Adidas and Indiana and the way it works for Adidas in any school is that at the beginning of the year, Adidas presents their lookbook, if you will, of all of their stuff that they offer, all of their designs, all of their styles, and they present it to the school. The school then goes through the lookbook and picks which of the styles they want to be the gear for the kids, the gear for the coaches, like the, the stuff that, that is promoted. And many schools have a dedicated equipment guy or gal who is responsible for that. And typically that person is pretty tapped in with the trends of what's going on in fashion. And they pick the most cutting, cutting edge stuff. I am told that for the last decade, the person that's been doing the lookbook picking was Fred Glass. Oh no. And that that was very important to Mr. Glass. And that there were many designs that Mr. Glass would bypass because he just felt like, traditional Indiana fans wouldn't go for it. See? They wouldn't like that. And I think, and now that's all changing now. So I am curious, we have a couple of years left on this Adidas deal. I am curious if over the next year or two, we start to see a change in that as a different person. And I can't tell you who the person is. Not, not like I'm holding it from you. I don't know. I don't know who the person is that's picking the looks right now, but it is not Fred Glass. So I am curious if that's going to make a difference. I mean, that's just, that's the opposite of cool. Having a boomer picking your shoes is the literal <laughs> opposite of cool. Like, yeah. I and, could not think of a thing that would 
be more like anti trying to become a cool school than a boomer picking your shoes. I do not disagree, and specifically that boomer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, and I like Fred. Fred was really good to us. He came on our podcast and, and I thought was fairly um, honest and transparent on the questions that we asked him and didn't, didn't uh, avoid answering directly. But, yeah, I mean, he's not a, a 17, 18-year-old kid. So, and nor do I think he's really connected to that world knowing what the, the trends are. So I... I, I do think the Adidas we have not uh, we have not seen any fruits of the Adidas deal that has not been a good deal for Indiana. Well, uh, that's a, financially that is, or style. That is somewhat a good thing, right? Because all of the schools that did benefit from the Adidas deal are right now being like prosecuted. So that's true. We, that's true. We're, we should be kind of glad that we weren't high up on Adidas's list of need to promote this school because otherwise we might find ourselves in a tricky situation we we might have um, to call on ryan we, we your very special set of skills yeah if yeah you're, either, if you're either, in new york only yeah e- either that or we would have gotten a lot of five stars and won a national title i mean but then had to vacate it just look, like I, I, this is the thing i i don't think you can vacate it uh, it's stupid that we vacate titles it's dumb I know it's why. So I know why they do it, but you can't take away the joy that Louisville basketball fans felt. Um, no, I agree with that. I agree. It's stupid so. to vacate. All right, buddy. Really listen, stupid. we have gone on longer than we thought we would. We got the St. Louis Cardinals going for their 17th victory. Everybody's going to go watch se- it. I hope they have 17 losses in a row. It's not possible, but I hope they do. <laughs> they will. They will. They will have. They will finish the regular season and lose out of the playoffs if that happens. But yeah, I hope they lose true. 17 in a row going into next season too. All right. Well, just as you say that, our shortstop just got beamed by the Milwaukee Brewers starting pitcher. Okay. Just saying. So I don't. I don't want that to happen. No injuries. I don't want. Okay. That. I don't want. I don't want anyone to get injured. See, uh, you gotta like Ryan. He's irrational on some things, but totally level-headed on others. Sounds like a hysteric. <laughs> I like it. All right, Ryan. Be good, man. See you later. See you, man. Ward, this has been a fun one. My love of Kenyan, my love of Kenyan Hunter grows <laughs> each episode, and each time we get to talk to him. You got anything you want to share before we get out of here? You know, uh, I, just that I love Dan Fife. <laughs> that was, that concludes. That's the end of hysterics hindsight.